the Power Trip After Party Podcast on iHeartRadio. Hi, I'm looking for the Travis Pastrana, please. Yeah, it is. Travis, how you doing? How you doing, man? Wow, what an honor to talk to you. Uh, this is Chris and Zach from the Power Trip Morning Show here in uh, Minneapolis. Welcome to our great state. Oh, no, thank you so much. I actually spent a lot of time up here with uh, between Crandon and all the off-road you guys got. It's pretty rad. Yeah, uh, and you got a great weekend weather-wise, it looks like, for the kind of racing you're going to do. Now, listen, I've got a million questions I could ask you about, but I know you have a limited amount of time. So I want to spend the most time talking to you about Nitro Rallycross and introduce what it is to our fans out there because it's happening this weekend in Elk River at ERX. And if people don't know about it, they're going to be excited to find out about it. Could you describe exactly what you're doing this weekend? Yeah, it's, it's motocross and cars, man. I tell you, we have the best in the world. Literally, the past few years, world champions for uh, world rallycross. All the guys from Europe, uh, all the Americans, we're, we're trying our best to get up there. We got Scott Speed, uh, who's my teammate on, on Subaru. Uh, he's done F1 and uh, NASCAR, and he's uh, won the last couple U.S. championships. Um, so just really excited. 160-foot distance jumps. Um, we've got things for the whole family out there with uh, side-by-side racing. Andrew Carlson is going to be doing his first ever <laughs> Oh, sorry, we're breaking up? No, I got you. I was just laughing because I've seen him race about everything. So go ahead. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, Carlson is the absolute man. His family is absolutely awesome. They run the place. They're, uh, we got a freestyle show. we got a demolition derby, tough truck. It's going to be great. But uh, Carlson's running his first Nitro Rallycross race in a supercar. These are 0 to 60 in under two seconds. He built the jumps huge. So all the Euros are pretty scared, so I think that's going to help. Man, you better watch. He'll put you in the wall. I've seen him do it on a snowmobile. I've seen him do it in all kinds of disciplines. So you better watch your right your mirror if he's behind you. We, we were teammates, and he did it to me at Crandon. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I just can't wait to see this. I get to come out on Sunday afternoon. I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing this because I've read so much about it. I know you're excited about it. it, it am I right in saying this is your idea, this actual series is your idea? So... Yeah, I mean, basically, Rallycross has been around for a long time, but usually it's basically like, you know, parking lot races, mm-hmm. and you know, you got cars that are, they're half-million-dollar cars. I mean, there's Subarus and Volkswagens and that kind of stuff, but zero to 60 in under two seconds, I'm like, these things can fly. We can jump. We can we can rub. We can make the rules, so this is way more exciting, not only for the fans, but the drivers. Yeah, and of course, I was reading as well that this is, you know, the inaugural year. Going into next year, you guys are even thinking about adding electric class vehicles as well. Is that still on schedule, something you're looking to do? Yeah, and, you know, we, it's, people are either all for electric or all against it. But at the end of the day, um, you know, I'm happy with the way it's going because we're, you know, noise is our biggest problem of why we can't race more places. Uh, but for me, these cars are going to be zero to 60 in 1.3 seconds. <laughs> we're almost doubling the, the torque. So as far as racing, they're going to be even crazier. Yeah, it's, it's like driving a slot car, only actually being behind the wheel. That's really incredible, man. But again, this weekend at ERX, tickets are still available. There's so much room out there. The complex is great. It's giant. I'm excited about seeing this and uh, racing on Saturday and Sunday. Have you been on the track yet? Um, have not been on this weekend. Andrew's changed. Uh, he's added some jump size to everything, so that's awesome. But uh, no, we uh, we came out and tested a little bit uh, a little bit ago. It was definitely the most fun track I have ever driven in my entire life. And there's already people out there camping. Uh, it's good. Whole family's going to have a good time. So I definitely encourage you guys to come out. Hey Travis, this is Zach, and uh, I have a question for you here. The the jumps you just mentioned it. How do you determine the height? Is there some sort of formula for how you build these tracks, and, and are they consistent across the series or different everywhere? <laughs> formula? <laughs> no, they're uh, they're different everywhere. We uh, 
we've jumped a lot of stuff and crashed a lot of stuff through Nitro Circus and um, you know Evil Knievel uh, tributes and then world record jumps with uh, Red Bull New Year No Limits. Um, so we have a really good understanding of kind of what works and what doesn't. But at the end of the day, I mean, you know, it comes down to uh, every track is a little bit on their own. And Elk River is, it has to be the coolest natural terrain track out there. I mean, we'll be sideways and flying. It's super wide, so it's going to be great for the cars. I just can't wait. Again, tickets are still available. I, going away, we'll come back to this momentarily, but going away from this weekend's racing, I just have some general questions for you because I've always wanted to talk to you, and I finally get a chance. So uh, thank you again for calling us today, uh, Travis Pastrana. Uh, um, just a, a quick aside for a little while, I had an opportunity to move my all the way my way all the way up to uh, asphalt late models, right? The NASCAR late model division, and uh, racing at Elko Speedway here in Minnesota, I realized that was as close as I was ever going to get to going any farther because I couldn't get myself to keep my foot in the gas as far as I should have. The car was capable of more than I was willing to do, if you know what I mean. It just freaked me out and it scared me. I'm like, okay, that's why I'm not a race car driver. Have you ever been intimidated by anything when it comes to racing? When it comes to motorsports? I have the exact opposite problem that, that you did. Um, if there was someone going faster, I was like, I can do that. And uh, I eventually crashed myself right out of circle track racing in NASCAR. They're like, you're way too expensive for the team. <laughs> so pavement and rear-wheel drive, not really my things. Uh, but coming from motocross, um, where when you made the mistake, uh, you know, you were in the hospital, um, the motorcycle was usually fine, uh, to go into cars where usually, um, you know, you'll be okay. Of course, the first round uh, or the – Last year at Nitro Rallycross, uh, Scott Speed actually had a, had a broken back on one of the jumps. Um, but you know what? It's like a corner. If you go too fast, you're going to have a bad day. If you go too slow, you're going to have a bad day. <laughs> right. Yeah. Do you spend more of your time in a car than on a motorcycle these days? Um, not as much time on the motorcycles. Uh, just I have a fused wrist, and um, my knees don't work very well and all the above, but um, I still love riding, and uh, you know my kids are just starting to get into it. I got two little girls, uh, you know, six and eight, and uh, they they've been doing a lot of a lot of riding and a lot of side by side. Oh, that's the best, man! Again, ERX this weekend, and it's called the Nitro Rally Cross Series. We're going to be some of the first people in the nation to see this series happening, and it's happening at Elk River and Travis Pastrana, amongst a, a bunch of other big names and great racers, going to be out this weekend. So, again, for people seeing this for the first time, is it a green flag start? Is it a, a motocross style start from stop? How are you guys starting these races? So they actually paved a little bit um, right, kind of off the track. So we're going to start uh, two wide, uh, ten deep. And basically, Whoa. it's just all all out for the first turn. So green light, and uh, everyone takes off. Uh, hopefully, we can get through the first turn without uh, too much damage. But uh, I think the crowd likes it either way. So absolutely, uh, will there be some kind of qualifying before the event? Yeah. So we start all the way um, from today. We have a practice run. So whatever you you practice, that puts you in for seated draw. Uh, basically, to uh, to go out there and set your best time. Um, whether you want to go first or last and that, and we'll be qualifying down all through. So Saturday is actually a really fun day. We have battles, we call it. So it's one-on-one. We figure out who the best single driver is out there without anything else. They just have to beat the other driver, and the battles are absolutely awesome. So that'll be all-day qualifying on Saturday. And then Sunday we put all the cars on the field, and uh, it gets, uh, gets even more uh, sketchy, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Right. Now, um, obviously, you're going to be able to see this in person this weekend at Elk River. Are we going to be able to see this on television at all anytime soon? Yep. So NBC Sports, uh, they do a package uh, wrap-up after every week. Um, but Peacock, if anyone has uh, that, oh, yeah. that app, it's been awesome. You can watch everything live 
um, basically noon till uh, till six p.m. Saturday and Sunday. Um, it'll be on the Peacock, so check your check your listings. But uh, definitely pretty cool if you want to get a little behind the scenes on the drivers and they go. I mean, we even have the side by side racing. This is the first time we've ever had that at Nitro Rallycross. Uh, Brian Deegan's coming out for that. I mean, there's there's the best of the best will be here this weekend. Uh, that's great. Okay, so uh, going around the, your career, I, I want to ask you some uh, general questions, if you don't mind. So uh, question number one, when it came to doing uh, what, what, I, what I read was your personal uh, hero, uh, Evil Knievel-type stunts, in, including jumping the fountain, what, was that something that you were intimidated by? Again, I asked you earlier about the intimidation question, but was that kind of stunt jumping anything that intimidated you at all? When you do live events, it's always scary because if it's windy, if it's raining, uh, especially that, I mean, it's an evil can evil tribute. Evil mm. would have jumped. Um, you know, so we had a lot of wind, and then they said, hey, if this motorcycle, if it gets over, um, you know, whatever the temperature was, 140 on the water or 190 or whatever, um, they said it's going to stall, it's going to bog, and we have to shut the bike off. And I, I was about, you know, 30 degrees over that, and the bike started sputtering before the um, basically the, the fountain jump at the end because we did three jumps in one day. And uh, I saw Evil's family sitting out there, and they were like, hey, we got five minutes till the end of TV. We can't cool it down in time. Are you ready? I'm like, all right, let's go. Oh, my gosh. So I think, uh, you know, there's always stuff behind the scenes that you don't see that uh, where when it's a live event, um, things can go very wrong. But uh, luckily we were able to pull that one off and got to meet uh, – you know, meet all his family, his kids, his grandkids, and just a really, really awesome opportunity for me and have a picture jumping an Indian over a, um, Caesar's Fountain. Oh, pretty rad. That's incredible. Now, uh, again, an odd question regarding that. You were in the air for so long. What's going through your mind as you're soaring over the fountain? Obviously, you're setting up for the landing, but what else? No, that was the biggest thing. They didn't give me any run-on. I feel like that's kind of an evil Knievel, Robbie Knievel um almost attributed itself. They just have these huge, huge jumps, you know, 300 foot long. All these buses are over the Grand Canyon. And then they got like 10 foot of run out. It's like <laughs> just a wall. And you're like, man, uh, I feel like we could have done better with that. But uh, no, I think that's kind of what the crowd comes to see too. It's got to be, it's got to be tough. It's got to be a challenge. And sometimes when it challenges you, it, it actually, you know, it challenges the athlete or challenges the stunt guy. Um, that's kind of what the crowd wants to see as well. So give the people what they want. <laughs> Absolutely. Again, a couple more minutes for uh, Travis Pastrana. This weekend, ERX in Elk River, Nitro Rally Cross, uh, Cross comes to town Saturday and Sunday. Who's the greatest motocross racer you ever saw? Oh, that's a, that's a tough question. Um, probably the fastest racer ever. I mean, it's got to be a toss-up. Uh, everyone, you know, Kevin Windham. Uh, is absolutely phenomenal. He's got just so much flow and style. He came out to the house, just he hadn't ridden in two years, and he comes out the other day, and my wife's like, I don't know anything about motorcycles, but it is awesome to watch this man ride. And he's still, even at his age now and all the injuries, he still flows so well. James Stewart was probably the fastest of all time, and I'm going to have to go with Robbie Raynard to be, if mentally, if he was a little bit stronger, he would have been the, the greatest probably. Wow, no kidding. Those are names for my title, but I go all the way back to like uh, Ricky Johnson and Bob the Hurricane Hannah and such like that, man. Uh, uh, speaking of going all the way back, were you part of the transition from two-stroke motorcycles to four-stroke motorcycles? Did you start on two-strokes and end on four-strokes? Uh, yeah, I started on two-strokes, and four-strokes was pretty much the end of me. Um, <laughs> I never figured out how to ride them. I uh, couldn't start them. Now they got electric starts, so maybe I'll get back into it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, always, I always wondered. It had to be a giant difference to make that switch. I can't even imagine. 
oh, the four strokes, you just could ride them so much smoother. Uh, but they felt so much heavier, even though they're not, um, you know, they're another 30 pounds or so. But they, uh, they you just ride them very, very differently. And I mean, you look at, back at the James Stewart era when he yeah. went on to the four stroke and tried to ride it like a two stroke. It, it, it took a few years before he was able to keep that thing kind of under him. So, yeah, it's, it's amazing what those guys do now. And when we thought we were fast back in the early 2000s and look at the tape now, it's like we were we couldn't even qualify for the night program. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'll tell you, man, I, they sound heavier. I don't know if they are or not, but they sure sound like they are. Uh, Ryan Dungey's one of us from up here in uh, Minnesota. you got to get him into a Nitro rally cross, car, rally cross car. I keep saying that wrong, sorry. Yeah, no, he's been um, actually doing. He did the the uh, NASCAR Moto Fight Club. They they call it. Um, he's actually a pretty good driver. Um, him and McGrath. Uh, there's a lot of the motocross guys. That, I mean, Jeff Ward. Heck, he won back. You said uh, back in the Hurricane Hannah and Rick Johnson days. I mean, he won Supercross and motocross, and then he got second at the Indy 500. So definitely a lot of motocrossers that have kind of crossed over. And when our bodies don't work anymore at two wheels, we find a way to. Uh, try to try to make it work at four. Uh, Jeff Ward was always my hero because I'm short like he was, and just like him, I had to get uh, some help getting on my motorcycle every time. So if I ever fell off, it was over for me. Uh, again, awesome. <laughs> Travis Pastrana, uh, this weekend, Nitro Rallycross. Uh, one more thing, then I'll let you go. ERX this weekend. You mentioned something earlier that really sticks with me. One of the things about racing of any kind in America and beyond is eventually for regular people out there, for families across America, it just gets too expensive. And I, am I right in saying that's one of the things you're trying to make sure you avoid in this series? No, I mean, if you look at it, the biggest thing for me is, uh, the price point to entry. I mean, my friends, they can go out and, and most of them, um, you know, blue collar workers, they can afford, a, you know, use Can-Am and we can get out there on the, you know, the side by side and have a blast or pit bikes. Um, you know, dirt bikes are always good, but eventually your body kind of <laughs> stops working on dirt bikes to the point where you want to try to try to race those every weekend. Sometimes some people continue on. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, that's why we're bringing side by sides in to see if they work here. Uh, Minnesota's really big side by side community and, um, just really want to see if we can start getting these price points down where we can race cars um, and side-by-sides and carts and whatever we're doing, um, you know, under, you know, $20,000. And you know, the problem is for a lot of these cars, even if you can afford to get in them, um, you know, the reprep, you're, you're looking at another another $10,000. You're like, what? Well, I, mm. I can't, I can afford a, the, the car, but I can't afford to get to the next round. So yeah. for me, I want to find the best racers. I want to, you know, everybody feels like they can race. And if we can get them in, we're at a, at a point where, you know, they can prove it and they can start getting a sponsorship. I think that's a win for the series and that's a win for racing. And especially if they're surrounded by roll bars and they've got lap belts and shoulder belts and the helmets and everything like that. And they're in the kids can start and be safe, man. I love that idea. Now, I mean, my, my, uh, both of my little girls, uh, both drive, uh, you know, side by sides and my, uh, my daughter who was seven last year jumped over my wife who was in her car, um, <laughs> in, in a side by side. And I don't know, a good thing, child protective services. It was totally safe. I promise. <laughs> but, uh, you know, she, she loves, uh, showing off and jumping. And those things are really cool because if you roll them over, you know, you are strapped in. And, um, so long as you don't hit a tree doing 50 here, yep. here and having a good day. Absolutely. Travis, it's just a real pleasure to talk to you. And I can't wait to watch you race this weekend. Thank you for your time, man. Hey, guys, please uh, please come on up. I mean, I encourage everyone to come up, but you guys definitely just uh, come out to the Subaru rig and, uh, and say hello. We'll uh, try to get you actually in a, in a side-by-side or um, you know, have some fun and show you what the jumps are like. I, I would love that. And, again, I'm just going to say it one more time. Keep an eye out for that Carlson kid, man. He will put you in the wall. You'll be upside down. <laughs> Uh, I'm just hoping to be able to be close enough to him that that's an opportunity. He's so quick on those things. (laughs) That's the best, man. Thank you so much, sir. Talk to you later. 
Appreciate it. See you later. There goes Travis Pastrana. Zach, that's cool for me, man. Yeah. I mean, how, cra- how crazy is that? I know. Like, that, he's a legend. He he literally is. And uh, he's uh, such a, I don't even know if this is the right term, but such a renaissance man when it comes to modern day racing. Um, if you look at his Wikipedia, just take a moment. You don't have to read through it. Just look through it and all the different disciplines he's not only competed in, but that he's won in. You know, just to have one facet of his career would be enough to make any racer out there blush. But to see that he's run NASCAR, as you mentioned, not only the truck series, but the Infinity series. He's dominated in motocross till he got too injured to do that. He did the evil Knievel thing. He's done rally cross over overseas. He's done it here. You name it. And this weekend he's running at ERX, which is such. Have you been out there? No, not yet. Oh, dude, it's just a great facility. The Carlson folks uh, purchased it a couple of years ago. Uh, Twin City Summer Jam was initially going to be at ERX, hmm. and then we ended up getting it done at Canterbury, and it worked out great too. But. Uh, it's this giant plot of land just outside of Elk River. If you're going to Zilstra Harley-Davidson, you just go by it. It's on your right-hand side. This giant plot of land where there's a um, a smaller track uh, where they can actually have concerts and stuff like that. But then this giant off-road track that goes into the woods and stuff like that. It's a motocross track. And now this uh, um, they, ra- they race trucks out there, like uh, Mickey Thompson Off-Road Series, that kind of thing. Hmm. And now they're doing Raleigh Cross out there with uh, people like Scott Speed out there. That's pretty cool. So... I'd encourage you to go out there this weekend. I guarantee you this. If you've got kids, they're going to go, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. If you like things that go fast and can get upside down, you're going to go, oh, my gosh, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. And if Travis Pastrana is on something, you're going to see one of the greatest uh, motorsports people of our generation in person in freaking Elk River, Minnesota this weekend. That's pretty sweet, man. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You ever driven anything fast? Yeah, no. I mean, I've... Yeah, I've wanted to. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, the closest, I, I guess, I've got to anything racing-wise is when we, I was out at the uh, Road America this summer for yeah. the NASCAR race, and they've got a, a go-kart track. So, obviously, they don't go too fast. Anything to go, like, I think the top speed was, like, 30-something, 30 37 sure. or something like that. Um, but it was crazy because it was obviously the different from the Pirate's Cove and the, sure. like, the little mini stuff. Like, there was definitely legitimate... No seatbelt or anything. I guess that's a that's kind of typical. Yep. But, yep. Um, but just you know, maneuvering those things around and sliding around. I mean, it, it's so much fun. It's so addicting. And yeah. Um, so I hope to, to eventually one day get an opportunity because my my grandmother, um, she like would drive around Brainerd and other tracks around the country. No kidding. Uh, in Corvettes, and she'd fly through there. Wow. And, um, so I, I definitely come from a, a, a speed, uh, family. Motorheads, yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, hopefully well, that. Let me give you comes. some uh, advice then. Uh, pro card indoor. Okay. There's one in Maple Grove. I think there's still one in Bloomington over off highway 13. I think that'd still be Bloomington, maybe Burnsville. Uh, pro card indoor is a local place where the, the, the go-karts are racing go-karts hmm. and you could go there right now and go very fast on a very cool course in our, in a. In a, to be honest with you, in a go-kart, you probably couldn't afford to race. They're that good. They're really good. Mm. They give you a helmet when you get in there, so you don't have to have a helmet. It's, you know, it's a little, you might say, wow, that's, that's kind of expensive. I think it's like 20 bucks to go out there and do uh, um, some laps, but it's completely worth it. You can go as fast as you possibly can. You're just not allowed to bump into people on purpose. That's fun. Next time you go to Las Vegas, go to Las Vegas Motor Speedway mm-hmm. and do the Richard Petty driving experience. Okay. I went 138 mile per hour on Las Vegas Motor Speedway driving a race car. And it's the coolest thing because you pay, and again, that's kind of expensive, but you're going to be in Vegas and it's a once in a lifetime deal. You get a real NASCAR race car and they sit you in a classroom 
and they say, okay, this, 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 and then they put you in a racing suit, put you in a helmet, strap you into Han's device, which is claustrophobic. I ain't going to lie to you, but once you get going, you forget about it. Um, and then they take you out on the racetrack, and they have you follow a car, a professional driver, and the, he keeps going faster. And as long as you stay up behind him, he'll go faster, and he'll go faster, and he'll go faster, and he'll go mm-hmm. faster. And I didn't know how fast we were going, but I could tell we were raising hell. I knew we were going fast. The car sounded like it was getting to where it wanted to be. And, you know, it's the greatest, man. You go like 10, 12 laps hmm. at 138 miles an hour, you'll never forget it. You'll never forget it, dude. It's so much fun. I, I couldn't encourage you more to do that. And they do that all over the country. They have all kinds of different racing experiences. And I'm sure it's fun to be in the passenger seat if that's more your speed. I'm not that kind of guy. No. I'd rather be driving, not just because of the adrenaline, but also I hate when somebody else is in control and I'm not. It's so much fun, man. I'd encourage you to do that. So there you go. Again, uh, I don't have the information about this weekend's race. I do know. Do you have it on your phone or something like that? Um, I had it uh, handy here. There was ER ERX Elk River, just again, right off of 169, right as soon as you get past the Solstice. ERXMotorpark.com. ERXMotorpark.com. Uh, this uh, October 2nd and 3rd. Yeah, tomorrow. And yeah, I guess depending on when you're listening to this, but uh, they'll, they'll all be there Saturday and Sunday this weekend. I encourage you to go on by. I think I'm going to go out on Sunday uh, because I want to see this in person. All right, that's the After Party Podcast. Thank you for listening. Even if you're not a motorhead, we appreciate you putting up with it. Uh, Zach, have a great weekend. Yeah, you too, Chris. Uh, if you haven't, um, excuse me, if you haven't checked out the Ireland trip yet, you better do it because uh, when we went on the air, we'd already sold 22 trips. <laughs> Holy moly, man. Oh, my goodness. I know it. This is going to be so much fun. St. Patrick's Day in Ireland. I can't even believe the life we get to live. It's going to be the best ever. So check that out. And if you are listening to this before Saturday night, Rockford, Minnesota, Rocktoberfest, Hitchville, uh, Belfast Cowboys, uh, Joan and the Whales, and the Chris Hockey Band. We haven't played since, I believe, April. We're playing in St. Cloud tonight on Friday night, Saturday night in Rockford tomorrow night. Looking forward to it. And a week from Saturday, a week from tomorrow, Cold Kingdom's headlining. My band, we're just going by uh, Chris Hockey and the Dark Aurora. That's the name of the heavy metal band. For the first time ever, playing on Saturday night at Route 47. Tickets are available at coldkingdom.com. They're worth the price of admission. And I'm going to tell you this. I think the songs are great on the new heavy metal record, uh, the new hard rock record. The band is going to be great. It's Kirk Wald, it's mm-hmm. Ian Combs, it's Chris Morley from Cold Kingdom, uh, uh, and a cast of thousands. It's going to be so heavy and so loud. It's going to feel good in your souls, even if you don't like the music. I'm telling you. And then Cold Kingdom will come on and blow your doors off. And there's other bands playing that night as well. So that's a week from this Saturday. That's October 9th. Uh, my first ever hard rock slash heavy metal concert. I can't wait. I can't wait, man. such a blast. I mean, not only just to see what you guys do and everything, and, and, you know, we've talked about how much I love Cold Kingdom, how Uh, much you love them, and I've gone to St. Frickin' La Crosse, Wisconsin to see them, and now I get to, where is this again? Uh, Route 47. Used to be Pickle Park. Pickle Park. Yeah, right right in Fridley there. Beautiful. It's it's a great Great stage, and it's going to be really loud, and I think there's only a limited amount, like 400 tickets they can sell. I I don't even know, but so... So go on coldkingdom.com, get yourself some tickets, come out and support this place because obviously the uh, the bars and the people who work in them, uh, especially the music facilities, suffered greatly last year. I'm not breaking news on that, but it'd really help them out if you bought a lot of tickets. They're not that expensive. Come on out, bring all your friends, and watch me either rock the hell out of the place or make a major fool out of myself. Either way, it's going to be so much fun. And we are playing, by the way, Immigrant Song, our, our cover of the Led Zeppelin song. That'll be part of the set. So you know you like that song. Mm-hmm. You might as well come out and see it. I can't wait. And by the way, uh, I think I'm allowed to say this. I'm doing a duet with Cold Kingdom on a brand new song that's not been released yet, one of their songs. It's a 
great song. I Dang played line. it for you. It's not a good song. It is a great song. It'll be released in the first quarter of this year. You'll be the first people to ever hear it if you come out a week from Saturday to Route 47. So there you go. I'm done pimping it all. Please come uh, watch us and let's let's have some fun, man. You need music in your life, right? Bye, everybody. Have a great weekend. Love you, Zach. Love you, too.